And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 The Big Talker. KBGG, Prairie Ridge Dave Creighton Jr. with you as we are each week from 5 to 6 o'clock here on Tuesdays on Mediacom 822, Channel 22 around the Midwest, and of course on 1700 all over the state of Iowa and various other parts. And eventually on the HawkeyeHuddle.com. You know what? Did you ask Rick the other day? Yeah, we should have it. Uh, the website should be up uh, sometime this week. Okay. Fabulous. I mean, I know it's been redesigned and it's going to be fabulous and right. all that, but it's time to get it up. Right? It, it is. It yeah, is. But it's clearly. not. It's not quite as simple as. You, I know. I know you it's not. I no. No. I know it's not. Um, this is why we just haven't been bugging him. I mean, he's doing his doing work for us and getting it done. But right uh, at an incredibly low rate. Yes. Exactly. At the uh, the friends and family discount. Right. right. Absolutely. All right, so the Hawks, uh, we got a bye week going, uh, coming up this week, which is, is not entirely bad. No, um, it's actually it's, a, get some it's guys a, healthy and it's a great time to have a bye week. You've played poorly, uh, for the first eight games by at least your fan standards. And, and by that meaning, you know, you come off a 12 and 0 season, you're, you're effectively two plays from going to the final four last year, uh, against Michigan State. You get handed to you out there at the Rose Bowl. And then you come in with high expectations. Your quarterback's back. We've got two great running backs, allegedly the best offensive line in the country by one estimate and certainly one of the best ones in the Big Ten by many people's estimates. And they've underperformed. You know, the statistics don't lie, but there's only one stat that really matters. That's the score. You know, Hawks have lost three games by 16 points. Well, so I, you know, this is my thought, and this is why I got to. Perhaps you noticed I was in a rather cranky mood on Saturday. Well, uh, I never even the, saw you after the game. Uh, well, it was the the. I thought maybe you'd read a, twi- a tw- tweet or a couple of the texts I sent you. Because and how very, could I do that? Because my phone dies within ten minutes of being inside. Inside. Well, by the way, the new uh, relay system in there was hit and miss. I so I would get my my Twitter would work. And everything would work great, and suddenly I've got better connectivity than ever before for five minutes and then down for 20. So I don't know. Whatever they did didn't help, right? But I did. it helped enough to where I could get some – I was getting a few shots off, and what it came down to was I was in a bad mood from the, from the first series on. We can talk about why um, because Iowa put me in that bad mood, and, and it was really because I, I could tell after the first series we weren't going to score, right? And, and, oh, but I, didn't, I didn't get uh, no, that and, and so here's where I came from there. But then the other part I want to want to talk about, I think, goes to what you just said. So I'll go back to that. Let's talk about what you just said because here's the deal. I watched Wisconsin the other day, and I've been impressed with Wisconsin the two times before that I've watched them. Okay. Okay. But only two times I've watched them, right? I've only watched – and I'd only I, watched actually, them Actually, I think once. I watched them for maybe a quarter, and then I watched them for most of the Ohio State game. And so I was impressed with them up to that point. I did not see that Wisconsin – as a top 10 football team, was that much more talented, stronger, better, other than perhaps at the wide receiver position where Iowa is definitely struggling. I did not see that Wisconsin was in a position to where they were as as much better than Iowa talent-wise than I had ascribed to them at this point in time last week. I thought teams underachieving, play calling is absolutely abominable and stupid, and Iowa was completely and totally outcoached in that game and then outplayed. And I thought, yes, we have a right to be disappointed at this point in time because I don't think any of these teams that have beaten them are certainly any better. Northwestern might be, uh, have been better that day. I don't think they're five and three. 
they've they've played two games against teams that are inferior in Rutgers and Minnesota and barely beaten them, and they and they've lost to three teams that they should have beaten. I believe Iowa has the talent uh, at this point in time to be eight zero as we expected them to be. I would I would agree that they. They certainly have had the opportunities to be 8-0. There's no question they should have won the North Dakota State game. Um, Wisconsin, I would disagree with you. I, I think that Wisconsin's linebackers and defensive line, um, w- with the exception of Jaleel Johnson, uh, is every one of their players is better than Iowa's. Um, we don't have a playmaker like Watt on defense. We don't have uh, uh, Josie Jules of is a fine middle linebacker in a 4-3 scheme. We don't have guys that that make plays and cause disruptions uh, all over the football field. Desmond King is a better player than anybody Wisconsin has. Um, yet the one time they threw at him, he makes a really bad play, and Iowa is fortunate to get out of that without That wasn't scoring. the only time they threw at him, though. They threw at him a couple of other times. He made a couple of nice tackles, particularly down on the goal line in the first half. There right, a couple of right there in front so, of us, and I, and I agree yes. with that. I'm just saying this, and, and this, this is nothing new, all right? And I saw this statistic. I don't know if it was John Miller or where I saw it, but Greg Davis's offenses, since he has been at Iowa, the best one ever was 62 in the country, and I think that was last year. So once again, we're in the 90s or 100s in terms of offensive production. Um, I saw somebody say maybe it's time for him to go here in the middle of the season. I don't. That would never happen. Uh, but there needs to be some sort of change. Other than we're going to run on first down, we're going to throw it maybe a bubble screen or something on second down. You know, I I heard Marty yesterday going, "Oh, the timeout was terrible because we caught him in a no safeties." If the Hawks hadn't called, if the That's bench, a penalty, right. yeah, the, if they hadn't called a timeout, right. that ball penalty, was snapped right. well after the clock right. had it's hit zero. So that's fine. It, um, but. No, you're, you're, the play calling, so I, we do throw on first down, but here's our problem. Here's my, here's, here's our problem. We throw on first down after we've successfully run the football four or five plays and gotten two or three first downs, and then we decide, well, good God, we cannot keep running the football. Let's, let's throw a flanker screen in there and let McCarron run around the end. We've just run the football. For two straight, for four straight plays, and we've blown off the offensive, the defensive line for Wisconsin to open the second half, move the ball to the 40 yard line. I know what we should do. Let's run a sweep and have our wide receiver throw a, a wheel route across the field to our running back. Oh, look. Nobody's open. Now it's second well, and 13. Well, he was open, but he had to throw right away. And, and the guy, the D-back was, would have picked. I'm just saying, I, what I don't get is will, when things you know are what, going Brett, well. We will never know that because we have guys who are unwilling to take, take risks. To take, take the risks. Yeah, I, I would agree and, with that. And so you can't make plays if you're never going to take a chance. Uh, you know, CJ threw a beautiful ball down on the left sideline. I think it was Shield, who it hit his hands. I'm like, oh, you got to. Wasn't wasn't, a, wasn't it an easy catch, but it was. It should have caught it. It should have caught it. It's Playmakers not, catch. I don't ball, think right. it's a should have caught. I think it's one that could have been caught. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting he obviously wasn't trying to the catch first it. First half. That was in the first half. Yeah. Of the was, ball. yeah. And and it was a well thrown ball. And it's like, oh, you got to make those plays. When it's third and one on the 18 yard line, you can't have your injured tight end fall down in his stance and all of a sudden make it third and six and then 
try and kick a field goal or, or whatever they ended up doing. Well, there. even so, you we're we're getting back to so the first series of the game. This is what I don't get about Greg Davis. Okay, first series of the game, we come out. Iowa runs. First of all, Iowa runs a tight formation. So. What they do is we bring we, – we have two – Brad, everyone watch a game. Get to your point. We run a tight formation. We run into the middle of the line with a tight formation. There's no there's nowhere to go when you do that, right? Wisconsin's got a great defense. You get two yards. Second down, you run into the middle of the line in a tight formation. You haven't spread Wisconsin at all. You've put all their guys into the box. They can tackle. So on third and six, you've got third and six. Now you're going to throw. We all know you're going to throw. You go into the shotgun. Iowa runs three wide receivers. All three wide receivers, two of them ran five-yard patterns on third and six, and one of them ran a seven-yard pattern, and then you had your running back run a two-yard pattern. You had four guys go out for a pass. Now, what happens there is it's not just that they can't get, uh, that they're not getting separation. The entire Wisconsin defense is all jumbled right in that same five-yard area. How in the, I don't care if you complete the pass. You're not going anywhere. It's well, not getting you a first down. There is no strategy there to get you a first down. And that's where I looked at it and went, he, on third and six, he called, he had four guys run routes that were not going to get first downs. Uh, what in the hell are they doing? Well, that is not going to get it done. And Well, obviously it didn't get it done. And, and, and it that, didn't get done all day. That's why I figured they weren't going to score. Well, and, and This is where I get really upset. This is where you lose it. You know, and, and the biggest problem really, though, is in – you know, the reporter asked Kirk an interesting question, and he tried to make sure that he understood where he was in terms of time and score and clock. And I believe Kirk thought he was talking about when it was seventeen. Yeah, I agree too. That, that, when that, it was, yeah, I, I did. when it was seventeen to six instead yeah, of fourteen the, to six. Right at the end of the game. Yeah, but, I agree. But I also believe this: if it's fourth and five, and you finally had a somewhat sustained drive, so that you got down effectively into the red zone, why? Not try. Give it a shot. Why are yep. you are you saying? Well, we'll kick a field goal here and then we'll score a touchdown in order to win. You should have. You should have made an effort. They made it fourteen to nine, and it gave. But it would play. have made it fourteen to right, nine, right. but he missed it. it. He missed it. Right. Okay, and it's it it and it's clear yeah. that um, Duncan is Rudy. Uh, he's Zach. Was it Bromert? Was that his name? Yeah, one? yeah, Zach Bromert. Yeah, that was Rudy. his name. Uh, the guy who could only kick extra points. Um, and because basically he had a little chip shot of a, of a kick. He did make a 40-yarder, which I thought was interesting. But there's no chance I want him. And I said this last week, uh, you know, we're going to lose 16-14. We're going to miss a field goal at the end. I mean, and that's not exactly what happened, but it was pretty freaking close. And so we've got no no effective field goal or field goal game. Whatsoever, because it's it, it, it because it's hit and miss, right? We granted they've only missed a couple times, but but we're not trying them at the, at the appropriate times because so, Kirk's clearly worried about it. So right. against uh, Rutgers, I think it was in the first half, and I think the game was tied, and it's like fourth and six or something on like the twelve, and we don't kick a field goal when it's zero zero to right. take the lead. We go for it and it end up working out. We ended up. Uh, at least getting the first, and I think they scored. No, we didn't score. We, on fourth, we had the fourth and seven where we we went from it and oh, through, over through the over, fade pattern. Over through the yeah. fade pattern. That was right. Well, there's uh, North Dakota State. Yeah. Fourth down, we, we went we, for it, or one of those games. We, we've gotten it a couple times. But, the, but that, the point but. is that you have to have a go-to play that can get you five yards. And I don't know, it doesn't appear that they have that. It doesn't appear that they can put three receivers over here and one guy isolated over there and just basically say, you know, read it. If the guy's on the inside, you go out. If the guy's on the outside, yeah. you go in and and run that pattern. 
um, good Lord, in 1983, when I played football, we had that sort of p- pattern that basically said, if he's on the outside of it, you go take three steps at him and you go in and look for the ball. And if he's on the inside of it, you take three steps, you go out and look for the ball. There appears to be no such option in the Iowa offense because – they, because they are not every, running, every, they don't run things that take advantage of where the defense the defense is. They run nothing that take it. Every time somebody blitzes, you've got so many guys running to the same spot that the blitz you don't even have a hot read, right? right. I mean, you don't even have a hot read because the your, the whoever the D back vacates an area. There's another guy standing there because you have three receivers running to the same spot. Well, in, in my point is is that Kirk believes that uh, in order to win these games, you have to out execute them. The Hawks this year, in all three of the losses, that, that by my recollection, that they have had killer penalties. Yep. Uh, yep. W- that have cost Iowa either touchdowns or huge gains against North Dakota State. Probably cost them the football game. Um, the other day, well, both Northwestern and North Dakota State, you're looking at taking uh, two two score leads, right? And you didn't get it, right? Because, because of the penalty. Back because of the penalty. And then Saturday on Saturday they have the false start, which killed just killed the play i mean he's gonna quarterback sneak it for crying right, out loud. we're gonna get a first down and right. yeah, and, and, then you, mean, and then and then after that so think about that then after that so you had a penalty that backed you up five yards and somehow you still didn't get the playoff after that because the next play was the one that, that and, they had to call timeout well so so they called the referees moved the ball back you have a play called and they turn around and they still can't figure out in 25 seconds how to run a play. Well, and, and you're right. It's execution to it, it's horrible execution and, right now. And I don't know where where that fault lies. I, some of that has to fall on CJ as the quarterback and the leader of the offense. Some of that, I believe, falls at Greg Davis and perhaps Brian Ferentz's uh, feet or Kirk Ferentz's feet, however you want to say that. And and so I think you've got all of those circumstances and situations there that are not leading to effective football. So, you know, it's disappointing. And, you know, here we sit at 5-3, and three, and thank God we have a bye so that we can all get over it and maybe they can figure out what in the world they're going to do for these n- next four games. Not not the easiest schedule coming no. up. You know, Penn State looking pretty pretty salty. Michigan, of course, in the uh, top three or four in the country, and Nebraska still undefeated. So we'll see what happens. But uh, it's, it's it's difficult to see. Yeah, you got three real... rated teams in Illinois. In Illinois, yeah. Uh, hope you're healthy when you play Illinois. Right. Take a break. We'll come back. Catch up on a little more Hawkeye talk. We come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 and MediaCom. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. Taking another quick look at the roadways, we are accident-free in the metro this afternoon. Interstate and main route traveling, great shape out there. Have a safe ride home. That's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Look for breezy and mild conditions this evening with a few spotty showers, a chance of thunderstorms late tonight, a low of 56. Early morning showers on Wednesday becoming partly sunny late in the day with a high of 64. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Subway. Try the new thick-cut autumn carved turkey sandwich from Subway. Featuring oven-roasted carved turkey served with a new sweet cranberry mustard sauce and sliced cheddar cheese on freshly baked nine-grain wheat bread. Get to Subway and try it today. 
get a free $20 gift card from Mills Fleet Farm when you buy any two pair of Carhartt pants or bibs. Choose from men's and lady styles. For comfort and protection, get Field and Forest work boots. They're 20% off. 3M WorkTunes Wireless Hearing Protector has Bluetooth technology, $59.99. Sunbelt granola or fruit and grain bars are on sale. Five boxes, just $9.95. And the best toys at the best prices are in Mills Fleet Farm's Toyland. Marty Terrell, Ken Miller. Well, it's amazing. We've long time at Marty Miller been fans of Sonny's Pizza Bistro, the pizza, the chicken, the Italian fare. And little did we know, we walked into a high V, and there's the Sonny's Pizza Bistro spaghetti sauce. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't buy enough as it jumps off the shelf. Sonny's Pizza Bistro. Great food and great spaghetti sauce. Sonny's Pizza Bistro, Northwest 6th Avenue, Sailorville Township. As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage, personal service, and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. Three days only. Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Through Monday at 8 p.m., take advantage of bonus tag savings in Waukee. Up to 25% off select new cruises. 20% or 12,000 off select new heavy-duty Silverados. Three days only. Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Get up to 20% off select new 2017 Silverados. All vehicles, one low price. Get more for your trade in Waukee. 12 Schottenkirk dealerships in three states bidding on your trade means you'll get more for your trade. Friday, Saturday, and Monday in Waukee. Up to 25% off select new cruises. 20% or 12,000 off select new heavy-duty Silverados. With 12 dealerships bidding on your trade, you'll get more for your trade. And you'll get up to 20% off select new 2017 Silverados. Three days to save through Monday at 8 p.m. Schottenkirk Chevy on the west end of Hickman, Waukee. Chevy, find new roads. WaukeeChevy.com. Well, when you're an athlete, professional, weekend warrior, college, high school, amateur athlete, when you're injured, first thing you think about is, when do I get back into the game? That question is answered in the affirmative with Dr. William Jacobson at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, who brings a wealth of experience to his craft and his profession. Dr. Bill Jacobson, Dr. Jake at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine in Clive. You can see their ad at sportspotlight.com, martyandmiller.com. Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, Dr. William Jacobson. When you're injured, Dr. Jake gets you back into the game. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, the same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. 
proud sponsors of Football Friday Nights. It's the Pettacord Wharton Law Firm in West Des Moines. 14 attorneys with over 275 years of collaborative legal experience. Pettacord Wharton, still working hard for their clients since 1965. Tim Wegman, Pettacord Wharton, proud sponsors of Football Friday Nights. Pettacord Wharton, including partner Tim Wegman, Michael Rowling, along with Stephen Durek, Scott Beatty, Mark Bosher, Randy Wilharber, Christopher Spencer, Adam Bates, Katherine Johnson, Petticoat Wharton. Add some pizzazz to your life. Experience the thrilling excitement of Catfish Bend Casino. Now you have a thousand reasons to play every Sunday in October and November. Play your favorite slots during the week and you could be entered to win $1,000 in free play each Sunday. Drawings are held every Sunday at 6 p.m. Hurry in and you could win only at Catfish Bend Casino. Find your thrill. Come out and play at Catfish Bend Casino. Pizzazz. Many destinations. One amazing place. back continuing our conversation here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. Uh, as we continue through the break, now we'll have the same conversation on the air that we just yeah, had during the break. They get the censored version. They do. Um, before we get to uh, uh, um, commitments and decommitments in the Hawkeye recruiting world and things that have happened the last couple of days, our opinions on that, uh, let's take a great sponsors on our program. Of course, Templeton Rye, the uh, original uh, recipe Rye whiskey from Templeton, Iowa. Um, Asset Pros. Did you see they're going to build a new the new thing there? They got I what? think they got the go ahead on that. Did they? Yeah, a distillery down there. They did. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Uh, what's our Asset Pros number? Five one five two two three sixteen hundred. Now, why would somebody call Asset Pros? So that we can make sense of today's insurance and financial choices. Insurance and financial choices. So. Uh, with the the mess that is uh, that is the healthcare world right now, uh, they will make some sense for it. This my man here will make some sense of it for you. Don't get me going right now. Uh-huh. I, I I know, I know. But I, well, I but I can personally attest, uh, having run a couple of small businesses, you took care of us uh, then. And right. when I needed personal insurance, when I was uh, not not employed, you found a way to to help me out with that. And, I managed. Uh, you managed to to uh, to take care of me. So. Um, my man here can uh, can help you out. Uh, so so give him a call. Also, uh, lots of investment, uh, less, uh, lots of investment advice as well, and help you out along those lines. Kozlowski Law, uh, Dave Kozlowski, who haven't seen Koz for a while. Well, of course, we haven't had an away game uh, at your uh, house for a while. No, uh, he's coming to the uh, Michigan game. Okay, he's a Michigander anyway. He's coming to the Michigan game. Yes, night game, huh? Yes, nice. Okay. Excellent. So uh, give uh, Kozlowski uh, family law, basically, all kinds of different family law issues. Of course, the collaborative divorce is one of the things he specializes in. But uh, Primarily have, that. Right. If you uh, have other family law issues, there's things you can right. you can give him a call about. So uh, give him a, uh, a buzz. Now, so Eno Benjamin, one of the more talked about Hawkeye recruits in a long time because he's a running back out of Texas, and Iowa wants to get that Texas pipeline going again. Since I since he committed this summer, he's one of the biggest cheerleaders and recruiters for the Hawkeyes that I can remember in a long time. Uh, as far as a kid who committed and ready to go, he's coming in at the semester, and he decides for some reason to take uh, a visit to Missouri behind the back of Kirk Ferentz, and then a, a visit to Arizona State behind the back of Kirk Ferentz. Still saying that he wants to be a Hawkeye, and apparently the way the story is kind of coming out is that he still begged Kirk, look, I, I, you know, I know I messed up, I lied to you guys, I didn't tell you the truth. 
but you know, I still want to be a Hawk. Don't you know? And he, they worked at it for about a weekend. Somehow, Kirk pulled his offer. So now that four star is going to Michigan, and will probably be a Michigan Wolverine. Uh, at least he's that good to be a Michigan Wolverine. He's got offers from like twenty five different schools, and he's going to be playing against the Hawks because Kirk is you, Kirk. You know that Kirk has a, a streak, and we should talk to Tom Kakert about this a little bit. Um, it's what I call stubborn Kirk. It's it's the one that. Says these are rules, these are policies, these are these are uh, tenets by which our program works, and thou shalt not break said tenet. Um, and I believe that many of these were uh, equivocally brought to bear. Started probably in the '80s, at least his when he formulated these were solidified in the '90s and the early 2000s, before Twitter, before Facebook, and before many of these other things. And social media was such so prevalent as it is today that that I don't think his ability to not adapt or I believe that his inability to adapt is going to cost him these kinds of recruits who do have egos but who are talented players. You're saying you don't think Wisconsin's more talented than we were on the football field. I would I, Certainly on defense, I would say that they were more talented. On offense, I would say there we were of equal talent. I mean... Um, how long has uh, their little running back been there? Buddy? Clement? Yeah. Well, it's not uh, only a few years because he was behind the other kid. Uh, well, it seems Melvin to me Clement, like yeah. it seems to me like he's been, been there, there for least, like seven yeah, years. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, he he's no better than Wadley or or, not in my mind. or no. Lashawn. He's good, but um, yeah. and their offensive line is good. They're big. Our offensive line is big. Um, but you're right on defense, maybe, but. You're right. You can't give but my up point, this kind yes, of talent. That's you right. Just, you, you can't. You just can't. And you can't do it uh, to a kid who is clearly, at least previous to these last two weeks, where he decided to go to Arizona State. And who can blame a kid going down to Tempe? It's a nice place. It's a nice Weather's place. nice. The women are nice. Whatever. Going to Mizzou, I don't really get that. But okay, whatever. Um, maybe he was in for the swag. Who knows? Uh, but. Nevertheless, after both those circumstances, and if he still says he's with you, why not take that take that to the bank and say, okay, no more trips? And, and, and maybe there were all out and out out and out lies because maybe no, they no, asked, no, maybe no, they asked him and said, "What are you doing this weekend? You want to come up to Wisconsin game? Uh, yeah, I can't. I got to go to no, school well, and I go to Arizona State." Noah Noah Fant, uh, you know, who is right. with Hawks now, and he's as a true freshman one of the bright uh, bright spots on the team. You know, he he had a little wavering too. I think he visited Nebraska and he visited UCLA. I can't remember if it was while he was committed, or if he said, "You know what? Let me hang on before I commit. Let me go check. I'm going to commit, but maybe go see." Either way, um, he was a little more honest about it, and he's he's still a hawk now. So that that's the possibility. He's but, the starting tight end, right? But so, but right, but there there it is, right? Somehow they found a way to make that work. I, and I understand they don't want to get burned again, and I understand they want to be able to trust kids, but the kid is a kid. He's a kid with an ego. I, like I said, I, I told you, I saw somebody on one of the, of Tom, on Tom's message board say, ah, well, you know, maybe, you know, he's a big Twitter guy and he's a, he's got a big ego. Maybe they just don't want another DJK on their hands. What? Right. What? You don't, you don't want one of the, want one of the most talented receivers or, or running backs you've ever had in the University of Iowa on your hands that you might have to deal with a little bit of a PR problem on Twitter? Is that, is that really the case? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If it takes more work to keep have kids you ever like listened this around, to yourself? I, I, I am, I, if it takes more work to keep kids like me around, 
So be it, because they're talented enough to make it happen. And if they don't break a law, and they're not out beating people up, and they're not doing a bunch of stuff that Michigan State players do all the time, and they get out of jail and play against them, well, if they're not doing Mark D'Antonio well, stuff. Well, look what, what then, Michigan you know, State's getting this year. Would I, you, hey, you want to compare two teams who were in the Big Ten championship game last year? Who would you rather be, Iowa or Michigan State? Well, they did win it last year. but I Who would you rather be right now? I'd rather be Iowa right now. Yes. We're back. We'll grab Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com, see what he has to say about this. Talk a little basketball as well as the Hawks start their hoops this season next week as well. We come back here on 1700 and Mediacom. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. 1700 KBGG traffic update. Taking another quick look at the roadways, we are accident-free in the metro this afternoon. Interstate and main route traveling, great shape out there. Have a safe ride home. That's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Look for breezy and mild conditions this evening with a few spotty showers, a chance of thunderstorms late tonight, a low of 56. Early morning showers on Wednesday becoming partly sunny late in the day with a high of 64. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by American Express. Hey, American Express card members, you don't want to miss this. Now through December 31st, there's a big reason for you to shop small at local stores in your neighborhood. Learn more and enroll your eligible card today at AmericanExpress.com slash shop small offer. Terms apply. In my line of work, I'm trying to make a difference. Not a billion dollars, but I want to save for the future, too. So this year, I partnered with TIAA to help me map out a plan. If I stick to it, I could have an income stream for life and maintain my lifestyle in retirement. Looks like a life of rewarding work could pay off for a lifetime. Your personal success takes a financial partner who values it as much as you do. Learn more at TIAA.org. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, I need a ton of supplies for my business, but I hate spending all that money. Well, it's a great time to stock up and save during Staples Buy More, Save More event. Buy More, Save More event? Yep, the more you buy, the more you save on everything for your office. Everything, like pens and folders? Yep. I also need paper, file folders, storage bins, uh, notepads, hand sanitizer, bubble roll. What else do I need? A shopping cart. You will definitely need a cart for all this stuff. The Buy More, Save More event, right now at Staples. Make more happen, in-store only. Winter's coming quick. Here's a project that's even quicker. Fill your attic with Atticat fiberglass insulation. Now at the Home Depot, buy 10 or more bags of Owens Corning Atticat insulation and get the blow-in insulation machine rental free. It's an easy way to save money on energy bills and stay cozy all season long. Get on top of dropping temperatures with a free Atticat machine rental with 10 bags or more of Owens Corning insulation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. I'm Jay Steinfeld, founder of Blinds.com. I started my company with a mission to make the overwhelming problem of purchasing and installing blinds simple. When you call Blinds.com, our expert design consultants walk you through everything. You get free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee means you can do this. Now through October 31st, save 20% off site-wide at Blinds.com, promo code WEST. That's Blinds.com, promo code WEST. Blinds.com, promo code WEST. Rules and restrictions may apply. See Blinds.com for details. Marty Terrell, Kim Miller. Clay Cook at the front row, Swanson Boulevard. Free breakfast Saturday and Sunday on game days, NFL and Hawkeye action. The official Marty and Miller Hawkeye headquarters. The front row must be in the front row. Clay Cook's front row located across from Willis Cadillac. 
Lexus in Des Moines. Must be in the front row for Hawkeyes and NFL action. And on game days, it's free breakfast at the front row. Swanson Boulevard in Clyde. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leading provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and pattern combinations. If your upcoming home project involves the interior of your home, stop by the showroom at Centurion Stone of Iowa and see what they can do for you. Centurion Stone is located at 5525 Northeast 22nd Suite A in Des Moines. Their showroom hours are Monday through Friday from 8 until 5, Saturday from 8 until noon. Or visit centurionstoneofiowa.com. Noble All-American. Nine American brands backed by a low price, including 11000 off a new 2016 Ford F-150 XLT Crew Cab. $11,000 off right now at Noble Ford in Indianola and nobleautogroup.com. Iowa Spine Care is a proud sponsor of all our football on 1490 The Jock. High school, college, pro, Dr. Dan McGuire is committed to finding effective treatment options and solutions for individuals suffering from back and spine care in Iowa. He's been on the cutting edge of spinal surgery methods and techniques for the past 25 years, but is also a strong believer in finding options that are both effective and non-invasive. Iowa Spine Care, a proud sponsor of football on 1490 The Jock. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37. 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Your own personal box office awaits you at TicketsAlways.com across the street from historic Wrigley Field. Up the stairs to a stairway to heaven. The best seats at fair prices at Box Office Tickets at TicketsAlways.com. Professional user-friendly website at TicketsAlways.com. This truly could be the year for your Chicago Cubs. Have a great seat to perhaps watch baseball history unfold on the north side. A ticket agency on your side. Box Office Tickets. TicketsAlways.com. On Mediacom 22, 822, around the Midwest, and of course 1700. The big talker right here in Des Moines. Special shout out to Dave Creighton Sr., recovering from kidney transplant surgery. Dad, hope you're feeling better. He's watching in the hospital. Is he watching on? Is he, do I, they have the Mediacom in the hospital? turned ho- it to 22. There you go. So yeah. uh, he's excited that the Cubs play, and he'll be going home very shortly. It's, I, uh, just real quick, I mean, our. our Thoughts on this, aside from the fact that you know it's it's great that he's feeling feeling so good right away, right? Yes, right. Uh, in like, Saturday, we're at the football game and tailgating, and Sunday they call and uh, Saturday night during Saturday the night? Cubs game they yeah. called. And, Here, you got a kidney. You right. want to go in, go in tomorrow, and it's, there uh, it is, it's, and it's and he's feeling better already, which it, is just awesome. It's amazing. It's a, an amazing feat of medical technology, and uh, he's a tough old dude, and 
the old man's a good guy, and he's in there, and he got a lot of uh, great well wishes on Facebook and whatnot yesterday. So, anyway. Fabulous. Yep, Get absolutely. well soon, Dan. Yep, absolutely. One All right, of, one of our biggest supporters, I might. Uh, it used to be at every show when we did That's this. Right. In the, when we did this in uh, locations publicly, it was there all the time, right? That's right. Not only supporting us, but making sure he had dinner somewhere wherever that was, right? Exactly. Uh, on the line with us now is uh, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Joins us each week here on the Hawkeye Huddle. And uh, Tom, uh, we've uh, we spent a good deal of time breaking down Wisconsin. We've spent a little bit of time breaking down the recruiting and the Eno Benjamin thing, which we want to get your perspective on that. And uh, we thought we might even ask your thoughts uh, on the upcoming basketball season. Uh, we get a little bit of ground to cover here in the next couple of minutes. Let's start with the recruiting uh, issues. And we've, we've talked about what has happened uh, with Eno Benjamin. What is your perspective in terms of Kirk and his policy here and whether it's right for this day and age of college football? Um, a couple of things. First, Dave, uh, best wishes to your dad. I mean, uh, uh, praying for him, and uh, you know, hope he gets a speedy recovery, and hope he uh, hope he gets to see our uh, boys in Cubby Blue uh, take home a series here. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Appreciate that. Um, but um, yeah, the policy thing, you know, and I think maybe some of the things that are lost in this is the policy was part of the reason why Iowa cut. With uh, cut loose, you know, uh, you know Benjamin, the four four star uh, running back out of Texas. This, uh, you know, actually it actually happened more than a week ago, as we reported at the time that they were kind of backing away from him. Um, but um, it was is uh, you know not being truthful about those things that I think probably played a bigger role in their decision making process. Uh, with Eno than anything else, because both times he went on those visits, he, you know, clearly told the people at uh, this two schools, Missouri and Arizona State, that he visited that he wanted to keep it very, 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 very low profile and didn't want it to kind of get out. But people were aware of it, so um, you know, it just it, you can't expect something like that not to get out. And I think that's the bigger issue here was that they let him know that they knew about it and he denied it and uh, then eventually after they told him that they were going to pull the offer that's when he got truthful about things and uh, so I think that's the bigger equation here but the, the the visit policy it's just it's really in this day and age it is difficult to enforce now I'll say this for Kirk when he's recruiting a kid before they commit he does encourage them to take as many visits as they need and get out there and see what they need to see and make sure that they're comfortable with their decision. Now, once they've made their decision, he does expect them to fall through. So it's just, you know, it's a different way to look at it. But And it's not that he's anti-guys taking visits. He just thinks after you commit, you probably shouldn't be taking visits. Well, in today's world... Regardless if you've committed or not, you are still being hounded by other programs, yes. coaches, whatever. Um, you've got other players from other, you know, that are committed to other schools who are tweeting at you, who are Snapchatting you, who are Instagramming you, uh, Facebooking you. What you know, pick your social media outlet, and they're doing that. And yet, you know, 
we don't seem to see he committed in July. I mean, you know, there's a lot of pressure put on a young man between July and February. Um, and, and to fully expect now, I, maybe I'm wrong, Tom, but if he had just said, look, coach, these guys have really been hounding me. I'm committed to you. Do you care if I go to Missouri or do you care if I go to Arizona state and went at it in that fashion? And if they said no, but do you care if we're going to recruit other running backs, you know, and that was the answer. And if he said no, then fair game. But it just seems to me that you've got, I called it stubborn Kirk, uh, where his policy and procedure is the only way around. And I'm sure there's more to it than I know. So, you know, don't take my opinion there necessarily as gospel. But it just seems to me in today's world with the social media and the way that interaction that goes on, not just between the recruit, but Eno and all his buddies and other people out there trying to get him in the same way he was trying to do the same thing to get people to go to Iowa. That that puts a lot of pressure on a kid to never go do anything else and just, you know, live out the rest of your senior year, forego all those trips, and come to Iowa City in January. Yeah, and, and there's, you know, I see both sides of it. I, I understand Kirk's position, and um, and part of this more harder line approach, I think, goes back to Gron Higdon a couple of years ago when he left him at the altar on signing day, and they ended up signing Eric Graham, and he lasted a year in the program. And um, So I understand why they're trying to enforce this a little more, because they want to avoid another situation like that. And I, and, and I can appreciate that. Um, you know, the, the Higdon thing, I mean, I, I talked to the coaches about that, and, and he, he literally called them that morning of signing day and said, I'm coming to Iowa, and then went in an hour later, signed with Michigan. So... You can see why they're a little bit more jaded on these things, and you know the other part of it is the kids like to be kind of out there and on the campuses for games. They just do. They that's why one of the things I think Kirk and his staff need to reevaluate is trying as much as they can to bring in players uh, during game weeks, and it's more difficult. When kids are in Texas, it just is. Uh, but I, I think they've got to focus maybe on doing some officials that way from here on out because they want that game day experience. They see all their peers, all their friends, all their guys that they compete with, uh, you know, either locally or nationally at camps, uh, going on these visits and, and getting pampered and getting all this attention. And it's hard not to want to be a part of that when you're 17, 18 years old. And, exactly. And, uh, so I understand why Eno wanted to be out there. And even though he, all of his intentions, according to what he's told other coaches uh, that, that I've heard from people, is he, he intended on signing with Iowa. And he still wanted to go to Iowa, and he kind of told him that. Hey, look, I'm, I'm pretty stuck on Iowa here, and uh, that's probably what's going to happen. And uh, But it, you know, at the end of the day, you got to be up front with the coaches and say, look, I'm thinking about taking visits. And they may say, you know, I will probably say to them, hey, look, I, uh, that's fine, but we're going to start recruiting some other running backs. Hope you don't mind that. And uh, maybe he has second thoughts then. But it's just kind of the, the stealth nature of the way he did it, I think, that just really was a point of no return for Iowa. Tell me you didn't sign anything. Tell me, because right. I'm still kind of moved by the whole – 
your word is stronger than oak line, right? That's right. No, but, okay. <laughs> so, Tom, let's talk about something more fun. Um, let's talk about the Cubs. Oh, we're going to go we, to the Cubs. Well, yeah, okay. we'll talk I about I was just watching on MLB Network, and they were showing Kyle Schwarber taking batting practice, and I was very excited. Yeah. Good, good move? Oh, boy. I don't know. I think it's a ballsy move. What do you think, Tom? It's a, it's a, a high-risk, high-reward is what I said. Yeah, he, he might go one for four with three strikeouts, but if the one is a bomb – well, they repl- the guy they replaced on the roster was Estrini, who didn't. He- I don't think he even pitched in the in the LCS, did he? The Z, yeah, uh, yeah he no. pitched. Yeah. I think one or two innings, but yeah, I, I just think, but the, uh, the, just what we saw last year in the postseason from Schwarber, the kid has a presence in the biggest yeah. moments. He just does, and you know that ball that he had at Pittsburgh in the wild card game, the ball he hit. Against the Cardinals in Game Four has not still come down. I think it's still sitting on the Budweiser scoreboard. Yep. So um, you know it's that's uh, um, that's what you get with him. And boy, wouldn't it be something if he walks up to the first time and just hits a bomb? Well, I, I, they wouldn't it, let it happen. Theo, Theo Theo would not let this happen unless he was fully confident, right? I mean, Theo, yeah. it, it's just not. So, in, in my opinion, well, he's not going to play the field, so he's not. You know, right. presumably, so, doesn't hurt himself running the bases, right? You just kind of take yourself away from having that one extra pitcher who you probably didn't need to use. So, I get it. I think the bigger move is starting Coglin tonight. I mean, yeah, you know, that's that's interesting. Well, I thought I, I thought starting Lester in Game One and Arietta in Game Two. Seemed inter- interesting, although Lester's on regular rest right now. But Arietta's going to be coming off like seven days rest. Right. Well, and but they yeah. want Hendricks to pitch at Wrigley. No, I so, understood so that. That's where they're where they're going with that. Okay. Well, we don't have a lot of time to talk basketball, Tom. But the Hawks do uh, have their first exhibition next Friday night against Regis University, which is a Jesuit college in Denver. I don't know what that means oh. exactly, but uh, it's time to start taking a look at hoops. And and this is going to be uh, just real quickly a, a, a vastly different Iowa basketball team. Uh, in terms of the makeup and the and the way that they're comprised than the teams we've seen Fran have in the past. Maybe even one, he likes them long and lean, which he has, but this is going to be one that plays a little bit different tempo, I believe. Yeah, I, I, I think everything I've heard from uh, from Fran and from people close to the program in the last uh, you know week or two is that they're going to try and push the ball more. They're going to try and play faster, maybe a little more pressure uh, from uh, the, the the Hawkeyes on the defensive end, maybe a little more full court kind of stuff. So I, I think that's what you're going to see with this team. I, I'm kind of intrigued what kind of lineup they're going to put out there. You know, I think crunch time Bear is going to be out there, but I'm kind of intrigued with the starting lineup that includes Cook, Wagner, and Yule up front with Jock and Williams at the guard positions. I, I think that's uh, kind of a bouncy lineup for them to, to put out there on the floor. It's probably a more athletic lineup than I, I'm trying to think back to the last time they had that kind of an athletic uh, well, lineup. Well, anytime you have Adam Woodbury on your floor, you're going to lose some of that athleticism. Right, right. Well, we've got a couple of guys like that, too, that, can, that might come in and spell people, but uh, but it'll be interesting to see. And the schedule is one we're going to want to break down later on, Tom, but but uh, this is this is... This is not going to be the easiest schedule to break guys in, but at the same time, they're going to get some good experience with Seton Hall, Notre Dame, Virginia, uh, Iowa State, all on the preseason or the pre-Big Ten schedule. We won't get to see a lot of those other games unless you have the Internet for uh, the BTM Plus as far as the, the bad teams that they're going to play, but they're going to play some really good teams in this non-con. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good test. I mean, that Seton Hall team, I think, is picked in the top three or four in the Big East, and 
Um, you've got uh, you know, Notre Dame's going to be pretty good. Virginia's a top ten team preseason. Iowa State's top twenty five ish team probably. Uh, don't forget the UNI Panthers, who've uh, you know they lost a lot, but that's still a very very good team uh, that they're going to put out there on the floor, led by Jeremy Morgan and Wyatt Lowhouse, who would like nothing better than to beat the University of Iowa. Right, and uh, so they're going to have some some good tests. And you know, I think if they come out of the non-con with three losses, that's probably considered to be a, a pretty successful non-con form. It's going to be interesting to see how they could, you know, how they can get even to the bubble of the NCAA tournament with the kind of schedule that they have. But uh, well, we've got a lot of weeks to break that down. But right. it's uh, important to point out it's just around the corner. And as we said, uh, exhibition game next Friday night. Hey, thanks, Tom. We'll talk to you next week. Get set for Iowa Penn State. That'll be a uh, an interesting spot over in State College. We'll uh, we'll get set for that next week. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thanks, guys. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. We got about three minutes. We got about three minutes. So uh, there's there's no last call as far as the uh, Templeton Rye last call as far as the Hawks are concerned for this week. So our Templeton Rye last call brought to you by uh, the original re- recipe of uh, the good stuff uh, from the uh, small town of Templeton, Iowa. Uh, what what do you have this week? So we're going to go with the Cubs. Oh, we're gonna, I'm we're totally gonna, going with yeah, the Cubs. Gonna, I have not been this excited for a baseball game since saturday <laughs> i know exactly and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh um but this is i mean the cubs are in the world series and and obviously never happened in our lifetime since 1945 the old man was seven uh haven't won for 108 so i heard this on the rich eisen show the cubs haven't won in 108 years there are 108 stitches on a baseball in the movie back to the future 2 where or whatever it said, the Cubs won the World Series. The running time for that movie was 108 minutes. There is they start all these games at 7:08, which is 1908, 1908 in military time. Yes, go ahead. There you go. So you have all of these things. The curse is gone. The Cubs will win the World Series, and the the only question I have is: Are they going to win it Saturday, Sunday? Next Tuesday or next Wednesday. I hate to say it, but it's going to be in Cleveland. I think I, I think Cleveland gets enough. Uh, this, I Here's think this the is, thing. I think this is a seven-game series. Cleveland is 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 hot right now. They, they are you know, hot. Hopefully, they've cooled down because they had to sit around for a week. But here's the question: Do they have the starting pitching to get to that bullpen? Because I don't think that they do. I think they've got a good starter who's going tonight in uh, Kubler. Whatever his name, mm-hmm. you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. But the rest of their starting pitching, I don't find to be that good. The guy with the bad finger, Tre- Trevor Bauer. So, in, just thinking about fantasy baseball this year, I, that was one of those guys that got picked up and dropped by everybody when right. they just needed an extra guy. I mean, so he wasn't even on like anybody's fantasy roster. He's, he's an average pitcher, right? They have average starting pitching, which is where Terry Francona has done a really, really good job with this team. Is they've they've spitballed this thing, but they steamrolled people in the playoffs, and they, well, they, they, they were, come in hot. They so. were able to shut down both Toronto and both Boston, who have who are good high scoring high scoring teams, um, and got ahead of them early in the series, and neither one was able to come back. Game one is huge. You got Lester. My question is, will the Indians, if they get on, run on Lester? I think that they will. Um, but I just, I'm so looking forward to this World Series. It's evident we're rooting for the Cubs. Well, s- s- sat- sitting there Saturday night, 
um, every time I, I had a new thought about, you know, the history that I started started a ball, you know, right. you know, thinking about not only uh, family members have passed on and, and this is where they were and, and the amount of time you and I and my kids have right. talked about this and thought about this. And I think I've watched somewhere between 3,500 and 4,000 Cubs games in my life. If you go back for right. 40 years, you know, um, all the way to thinking about Harry and Jack Brickhouse and, and uh, Ronnie, you know, right. those guys and, and, Ernie. And, and Ernie, you know, and. And you think about that, and then I started. I'm, like, I'm thinking of all my college buddies, and I'm t- on Facebook, you know, out there. They're in Chicago, and uh, you know, I'm like, "Hey, we, you finally lived to see it happen," you know, because we had all these guys right. that came to Iowa. It's just one of the neatest things. I, I, I will say this: I think they'll get over the neatness of being there. It might. They may lose tonight. I think they win it, but I think it's going to go seven. I think they're going to win it back in Cleveland. It's going to be a great series. It's better than we want it to be. But I, it's so much fun to be there right I now. Hope I, hate, you know, I hope it goes 4-0. I hope it goes 4-0, I do. I don't need the pressure. But it was a lot of fun last week watching them win in oh, L.A. Man. and, and uh, then winning Saturday night the way that they did. It was great. Hey, thanks to Tom Cakert uh, from HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, Trent Condon back in the studio running things. Join him each day for uh, his show at noon. For Dave Creighton, Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. We'll talk to you next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. This program is sponsored by 6-2 and Even on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. Taking one final look at the roadways out there, we are working one trouble spot out on the west side of town at Woodland Avenue near Jordan Creek Parkway. The rest of the metro running accident-free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Look for breezy and mild conditions this evening with a few spotty showers, a chance of thunderstorms late tonight, a low of 56. Early morning showers on Wednesday becoming partly sunny late in the day with a high of 64. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Subway. Try the new thick-cut autumn carved turkey sandwich from Subway. Featuring oven-roasted carved turkey served with a new sweet cranberry mustard sauce and sliced cheddar cheese on freshly baked nine-grain wheat bread. Get to Subway and try it today. Here's a question for you. Do you know this song? Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song, or maybe a good advertising message, with some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too. But advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. 
The prices at some Halloween attractions are scarier than the events themselves. That's why we're bringing you Half Off Haunts. You'll save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun, like Howl's Pumpkin Patch. Howl's Pumpkin Patch is loaded with pumpkins and farm fun, including a corn maze, hamster wheel, haystack, new this year, the Rub-A-Dub-Dub bathtub train, and more. Another Half Off Haunt is Scream Maker's Scream Park at Bloomsbury Farm in Atkins. Scream Maker's features four different attractions, the Carnival Chaos, the Slaughterhouse, Haunted Cornfield, and new for 2016, Cell Block Z, their most terrifying haunt yet. And just minutes away, North River Adventures Corn Maze South on Highway 6569 near Indianola is another half-off haunt, featuring two giant mazes, pumpkin patch, and kid-friendly activities, barrel train rides, zip line, and jumping pillow. While you're there, enjoy yummy treats and more. The final half-off haunt is the Pumpkin Ranch in Winterset. The Pumpkin Ranch features a corn maze, jump pillow, zip line, slides, a toddler town, and pumpkins. Learn more about these half-off haunts now at 1700 KBGG. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. Noble All-American, nine American brands backed by a low price, including 11000 off a new 2016 Ford F-150 XLT Crew Cab. $11,000 off right now at Noble Ford in Indianola and nobleautogroup.com. At Fuller Family Dental, Dr. Stephen Fuller has been a longtime supporter of high school sports and nothing different this year with football Friday nights across the Marty and Miller High School Football Radio Network. Dr. Stephen Fuller, and it's rare, is now accepting new patients. See him online at fullerfamilydental.net. See their ad at martyandmiller.com. Dr. Stephen Fuller, proud football Friday night sponsor on the Marty and Miller Football Friday Night Radio Network. Fullerdental.net. Have you suffered a personal injury or been impaired by an auto accident? Are you unsure if you're entitled to workers' compensation? Hamilton Law Firm is one of the oldest family-owned law firms in Iowa, helping individuals and families across the state for 130 years. They may be able to help you. If you are too injured to meet with them, they can fly anywhere in Iowa to meet with you. Hamilton Law Firm in Clive, Storm Lake, and Sioux City. Contact Hamilton Law at 309-3536 or online at Hamilton Law. 